Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Oh yeah! And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And joining us today is very special guest. <gasps> oh shit! Our first oh, ever shit. guest on the pod. You know him from High and Mighty. Oh. Oh. And Action Boys, the number one fuckboy, John Gabris. Ah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. It does wonders for my ego to find out I'm the first guest. <laughs> number one guest. I can't believe it. Now, uh, Gabris, is this the first... When I texted you about this, was this the first time you had heard about this podcast? No, he reads the trades. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I get Variety and, and Vanity Fair delivered, and I saw uh, your oh, the oral history of the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> yeah, good, right, good. Right. <laughs> I read that. That was great. <laughs> a lot of lot, it's mostly you three in the interviews. So <laughs> can you believe? Can you believe Sorkin wrote that for us? He, he took an interest. <laughs> he in. typed it. Typed it up. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I changed out of my Master Bong Ripa T-shirt into a. Sh shredded Fleetwood Mac crop top. Yeah. <laughs> Bands of similar pedigree. That should have been a credit. You're the only person who get a tank top, a bong rip a tank a night top. shift shirt. That's right. Special edition. Made specific. They threw one in because they recognize my name as a kind of guy who sh whose arm should be exposed. <laughs> <this season. laughs> I believe they were right. <laughs> they, I remember seeing the exchange on Twitter. They were like, we'll make one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll wear it. <laughs> yeah, to weave one. They took it off the. Fr it was on the front of a sports car, as like a bra, and they fucking ripped it off. And uh, stamped it. it was like, oh, it's actually Gabriel's size tank top. How perfect! And he always wears kind of a rough rubber. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a hammock that they cut two holes in, and I can drape over my fucking arms. <laughs> now, Gabriel, you, how is your uh, quarantine going? Because pandemic, because. I haven't seen you in a year and a half, two years. Uh, anytime I see you on Instagram, it's smoking weed and out on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> or playing video games. It is living a life out there or promoting a podcast with fun Sponsored people. Sponsored ads. Living it Sponsored up. Sponsored ads. Betsy I, podcast, Stanger podcast, other funny, fun people, and you on the beach. I fucking hate social media. What? But I learned in the like last year and a half... You can like mm -hmm. get free shit and make a little yeah. money playing around on it. So 
with nothing left <laughs> to do, no live <laughs> performance, without dedicating two and a half hours every weekend to free shows of improv and <laughs> shit. Yeah. I had some free time and I was like, oh, let me tweet about this weed I like. Hey, slide into your DMs. We want to drop off a bunch of weed because you'll do that. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. And now I know why all these people are crazy like selling fucking tummy mm-hmm. tea. Like, I don't want to sell shit I'm not into, <laughs> but getting free weed. That's fucking currency. Oh, Gabers, did you get houseplant? You know, are you that kind of influencer? No, see, and that's what I. I'm glad to tell you guys, I'm uh, not. I am way lower tiered. <laughs> all right, you don't want Hold that on. Hollywood weed Back anyway. You want the up. weed of the people. What, what's houseplant? <laughs> I think I've houseplant is Rogan's weed company. Oh, Seth Rogan, nice. not Joe. Seth, yes. not Joe. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Somebody <laughs> told us about that. His is forthcoming. One of you guys mentioned it. And his comes with like um, like, you can, like the yeah. record that you listen to. This, here's the Indica record that you spin. All kinds of shit. We should get into a sponsorship with him. And he like, this is the Sloppy Boys episode you should listen to with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cigarette. Oh, this strain of weed pairs well with this cocktail themed podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's somebody else to aim for. Maybe in a... <laughs> A slightly more point, similar space. No, at this point, everyone's so high. They just love to suck up all the content. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm so baked. I can't wait to lock in the $5 a month forever. <laughs> and forget about my password and never turn off that I $5. Fucking fingers crossed. As a Patreon creator, you hope for nothing more. Like we always joke. <laughs> we just want to erase everyone's memories. <laughs> yeah. Just keep. I don't care if you pass away. Just keep that fucking debit card open <laughs> and pumping. Yes. Keep that five dollars a month pumping, baby. <laughs> we should try to kill them all off so that the, the credit cards just stay open. That could be a yeah, good movie. To- hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've instantly become like the 24-hour fitness of Patreon. I'm like, we got to lock these people in and have them forget (laughs) about it (laughs) and just accidentally pay for five years. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about a certain lengthy island called Long Island, where you're from. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we, as we mentioned, we don't have guests on this show, but when we talked about doing a certain long drink... Mm -hmm. We all said, you got to get the number one fuck boy in here because A, you're the king of that island. He's long. <laughs> yeah, he's long. <laughs> but B, because we don't even really, I've had this drink a few times, but we, we, we don't even really know if this is something that is near and dear to the hearts of Long Islanders. Because sometimes we do drinks on the show that's called like the Arizona juice and people on Arizona. The Cape like, Cotter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Cape, Cape, Cape Cod people don't like cranberries. They ship them away as <laughs> fast as they can. many cranberries out there. It's how you guys in Hollywood don't watch movies because it's just all over the place. You guys <laughs> in Hollywood. Oh, I hate I'm too inside the oh. biz to ever watch I don't a have a TV. Buy my TV pitch. I don't have a TV. I don't watch television. <laughs> I'm a working TV writer. Do you watch TV? I don't watch anything. No, never. I only watch black and white documentaries mm-hmm. about myself. It all sucks. And I don't read, and I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I make fucking seven grand a week. I can't read. <laughs> I, can't, I, don't, I don't watch anything. I hate this industry. I hate the show yeah. I work for. And I make more money than doctors. <laughs> um. Where you're from, what Massapequa? 
I'm from Belmore. Oh, I'm from Freeport, which is like two towns over from Massapequa. Mm. Here, look, I'll give you guys the oh. map. That's like <laughs> look at that right on the yeah. bicep, right on the old gun. <laughs> this is to scale. <laughs> and so, what, Gabers, What's what's the scene like there? Because my I've never been in my mind. I'm conjuring up like a Jersey Shore boardwalk situation. Was that your summer, like like doing the Springsteen on the boardwalk with the switchblade type <laughs> Long convertible? Island, Long Island's not exactly that. Long Island has one entire coast is the ocean, and the other entire coast is the sound. But it it has a big beach culture. But there's a lot of people who like live on Long Island and. Going to the beach means going to the city of Long Beach and drinking at bars that are near the ah, beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like you know, you and I thought I thought I always thought that was insane. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I have dozens of friends that have like, what do you you go to the beach like, you drive your fucking like car <laughs> yeah. to the beach and like get out and you like have stuff and you like bring stuff <laughs> from your car to like the sand. Like I can't wrap my head around what you're doing over there. It was just like, what the. F- Fuck, we, you live in Los Angeles. You live in Southern <laughs> California. Go to the fucking oh, yeah. beach, people. But that same shit on Long Island. There are people who are like, nah, too many fucking people down there, you know? They're always <laughs> fucking... Uh, they, they got the fucking city people come in, and we know what that means. And, you know, like, right. city people come in, and they fucking fill these beaches up. And so, guys, <laughs> just... <laughs> fine, stay in your above-ground pool in your fucking yard. Uh... <laughs> Long Island iced tea, not a major Long Island drink, but right. it is like, is do, do we do you guys consider it like the rookiest of all cocktails? Well, I, I consider a drink that I actually like it, but I haven't had it that many times because I'm embarrassed to order it because of the look from the bartender sure. who yeah. knows that it's like, oh, you are... Either you're cheap and this is the only drink you're going to drink all night, or you're just going to you're looking to erase your brain in my bar, <laughs> yes, right. yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna black out. And you're also asking them for and uh, as someone I bartended on Long Island too. So when you request a Long Island iced tea, you're asking for six bottle bowls too, uh, right? Like if you ask for a vodka soda, it's just boom, boom. the bottle and the gun. Yeah. yeah. If you ask for <laughs> to make a Long Island iced tea, the way the recipe I was taught at the bar was like. All the liquor, just like straight down. It's like vodka, tequila, gin, <laughs> rum, uh, whiskey, and triple sec. Uh, then you uh, fill it with sour mix and then a splash of Coke at the end, and you stir it up <laughs> and you hand it off. Yeah. And it's like for someone to order that, you have to go to the speed rack. Like, if you're not one, like, flair bartender, like, four at a time, you have to go to the speed rack, like, three separate rounds and then Ugh. double uh, mixer. It's. So time intensive, and it just tastes like sour mix. So it's like, just get like. There's so many other drinks you could just have a vodka sour, and you would get the same exact effect. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This has five half shots. I could give you a double vodka sour, and be just as good. It always seems to me like a drink that, like, a group of kids, like their first time out, or maybe they're you know, 18, posing as uh, 21 year olds, being like, "Yeah, four Long Island iced teas," because they know like. If this doesn't go through or they get caught, they got to drink these fast and yeah. that's going to be the and night also, for them. it right. reminds me of Cruel Intentions. It's in Cruel Intentions, isn't it? Mm. Oh, mm. I don't remember, but I believe Selma, you. Selma Blair is drinking, is drinking a, and I... And she's like, it's iced tea. It's from Long Island. And everybody's like, oh shit, she's going to fuck up. <laughs> it's from Long Island. But, uh... I've never had also, so I'm in there with Selma. I've never had either. I don't think I've ever had Oh, damn. Oh, jeez. You guys have never had it? 
Mm-mm. I'm sipping on one right now. I jumped the gun and made it before the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> I'm sipping on one right now, and you can look at my face and see my minimal enjoyment. <laughs> oh, I thought that was because you were uh, guesting on the pot. <laughs> yeah, well, it was once I realized what the fuck this was going to be. Get yeah. me off. <laughs> I got to drink this thing down fast. I love that I emailed you yesterday to be like, hey, man, we're going to make this drink on the show, so uh, I'll swing by your place and drop off all of the, because there's so many ingredients, I'll bring you some stuff. Right. And then you were like, I got it. Yeah. I got it all. Yeah. You have you have all nine bottles were already in your house. This is humiliating to cop to because we are like, like a hosting type of couple. I'm imagining, I don't know everyone else's personal life, but like, uh, I, I think Tim and Jess might live a pretty similar life to me and Tiffany. Oh, the married just based life. on yeah, yeah. Uh, like our specific married lives though of like the vibe. So we have every fucking liquor. So I actually did the tackiest move ever and this is a top shelf Long Island iced oh, tea. Oh my god. It's every cuz we only buy we, we don't have like rack vodka at our house. We're not drinking it that much. <laughs> so I have a Long Island iced tea here with like Kettle One, Casamigos. Like I have like, <laughs> this thing costs like $48 in a bar. <laughs> but it's smooth as silk. It has never been made before. Yeah. <laughs> it's we have I have Quantro, not Triple Sec. Yeah, it's like course. insane like how everything is named and I'm like I get, I'm like if someone if I had to make this for someone at a bar you would know that they were like the most rookie uh, drinker. Uh, wait, Gabers, put that put that uh, tattoo up again. Is uh, the Hamptons where are the Hamptons? The Hamptons are all the way out here on the southern the southernmost tip. The furthest okay. east is that's Montauk, and the Hamptons are on your way to Montauk, but they're on like they're out here on the south shore. The fanciest part of your tattoo. And there's like the Hampton Bays <laughs> are up here and stuff. Is yeah. Montauk like a rich a rich area? Hamptons more so. Hamptons right? is a Hamptons is more so the rich area. Yeah. But Montauk growing up was like a fishing and surfing town that was like a vacation town for every Long Island. But like for like the Long Island people who drove for vacation, which was like a you know class thing. My family we spent uh, seven nights like every summer in Montauk together. Like uh-huh. that was like our big summer vacation. And in the last like fifteen years, twenty years, it became like just another set of the Hamptons where yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, f- for my first big trip, uh, we're heading back East. We booked like a, a, a week in Mo- uh, five nights in Montauk at the same hotel. I like first stayed at in like 1988. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. And it was like, it's $600 a night now or some insane shit. It's like, really? <laughs> my whole family stayed here for like $200 a night. Now where my whole family is blown up to having like grown kids and, and a grandma and like all that shit. So it's like, now we're dropping like, you know, $3,000 a night for the family to have four <laughs> yeah. or five rooms That's or whatever. Wild. It's insane. And it used to be like the most blue collar shit ever. The reason I ask is because like the Montauk beers are, are big. And is that like, is are they promoting like a rich lifestyle or a... That's like a more cool... of like a summer. Montauk energy is still not fully rich. Like rich douche lands on the Hamptons. Yeah, not fully yeah. on Montauk yet. Montauk is still like where a bunch of 24-year-olds get a house, like, you know, and sleep, like, 20 people for in a, gotcha. tw- in a house that sleeps 12, and they party all right, night. Right. It's pricey as fuck, like, in a long, like in a vacation town kind of way, but the energy is more like summer party than uh, bougie. It's That's not like sailing as much as it is getting absolutely loaded with no <laughs> shoes on. And then sailing. 
<laughs> I've done a a weekend in Montauk, loved it, and then I my only other excursion there was. You know, I had to see Weezer play Jones Beach in 2002. Ooh. Holy which, which shit, is a, a great man. show, great venue. Green album. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want it. could have been an early Maladroit Ooh. show. Um, but interesting. Ooh. What about that up? Um, I was looking at because because I'm going to Cape Cod this summer and then I'm going to New York City and I said, maybe I'll swing by that lengthy, lengthy island. And I, what, what's the deal with North Fork? They make it sound like it's it's a wine country. Is that does it seem like North Fork is a legit wine country, or is that just trying to get off the ground? I there's a lot of vineyards out east on Long Island, and the North Fork is like a, a bougie little wine is wine town. It's budding. I'm hoping that the ca uh, cannabis legalization makes some pot farms pop up there too on Long Island. That would be like a real Ooh. prideful thing to have like a strain that I, you know, <laughs> from Long Island. Smoke, smokes bro. this strain. <laughs> Look, we keep it fucking in the family, all right? We smoke Long Island weed. We drink Montauk beers. We only eat at All-American, all right? That's it. Um, oh, shit. Speaking of weed, you reminded me that we have some related booze news. Jeff, hit the <gasps> booze news theme. Ooh, yeah. Those two special words that send you Now, if you want my personal review, crisp cock scraping against the asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. That's uh, for Gabrus, the first time on the show. That's the news, <laughs> the theme song we use every time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that was sent to us by Gavin Hangel. Um, and here's today's booze news. I flagged this came across my desk. The Long Island Brewery Blue Point Brewing in Patchogue Hell yeah. has just come out with a new beer, uh, called Legalize Wheat. And listen to this beer. <laughs> it's a 7% ABV okay. with Pineapple Express Terpene. I didn't, I had to look this word up. Uh, terpenes are like, it's like terpenes. a weed comp. Yeah. Terpen? Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you so got it. You fucked. got it. But there's an extra E at it's the terpene. end. terpene. It's terpene. But is, does that mean there's THC in it? Uh, well, it says that it has therapeutic benefits like relaxation and stress release. Like CBD or what? Is this just what? a CBD thing or does this get you high? Uh, uh, terpenes are like the different flavor like molecules that make up like an endocannabinoid. So it's like you can get <laughs> yeah. like pinine is a terpene that gives it like the piney scent that's in like a, Jake, uh, a Jack Herrer. Then there's like the lemonine, which is in like a lemon diesel and all that stuff. Like... Uh, oh. So I think you can pull flavor extractions deep oh. on that level. And it sounds like if they're going to tout therapeutic, it's probably in the CBD or CBG category. See, this is why you get Gabrus to get into the molecules, baby, of the taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got Bro, our favorite I scientist. Have been <laughs> drinking Long Island iced teas for entirely too long to be speaking with authority on anything, even weed at this point if in my Gabrus, life. <laughs> if Gabrus wasn't here, that would have been us going, so you 
pour it into a bong. So now this is the bong where it replaces the bong. <laughs> a bong is like be, a bowl, but it's fucked got fucked water in it. Um, have you had any weird uh, weed beers that you like? Is this a uh, thing that's going on that's that's good, or is it just kind of like and eh, whatever? I've had some weird uh, uh, THC white wine, THC rosé. Mm, yeah, mm. Uh, but. The highlight thing for me, uh, and I think I, I recommend this to everyone, is Hi-Fi Hops. It's not exactly mm. beer, but it's hoppy, sparkling water brewed by Lagunitas, so it's like the fla- it's pretty flavorful. Mm-hmm. And uh, s- there's three different flavors, flavors, quote-unquote. One has 10 milligrams of THC, one has 5 THC and 5 CBD, and one is just CBD. Wow. So they are, And they have zero calories, zero sugar, zero alcohol or anything. So they are fucking great beach drinks. Damn. So Damn. Bring two bottles. Is yeah. it essentially a, like eating a weed gummy then? Yeah, it's exactly, except... Like one they, they, beer, one drink is a weed gummy is worth? Yeah, like a weed, like depending, because some gummies are 10 and some are 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on what, Holy it's exactly shit, that. The future is now, man. Drinkables, I think, are processed, you know, hit you a little faster than edibles as well. That's like the only, like, I think because of the liquid, it gets digested faster. Damn. And Tim, you had a hoppy refresher, right? That Was that Lagunitas? What is that? Yeah, and that was nothing. That was non-alcoholic and, and no cannabis, no nothing. And I liked it just as a... It's like hoppy, sparkling water, right? Yeah, it tasted like pine needles. It was like a pine LaCroix, <laughs> but it was in a nice glass bottle. It was very refreshing. <laughs> I know a lot of my buddies in recovery really enjoy... I'm sure they'll never be guests on this podcast, but uh, they enjoy <laughs> uh, the hoppy the hoppy waters. Mm-hmm. They're a big fan of like... Because they're like beer adjacent, more so than the NA beers, because these they don't even have the calories or anything. You can, right. have, like, you can have like six of them and feel... And piss your pants or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel like if I were trying to not drink, I wouldn't want to be drinking something that is flirting with booze and wetting my appetite. Yeah, you don't want to get too close to the flame. I've said this before on the on the pod here. I went. I was doing like a non-drinking month once, and I was at a bar, like somebody's birthday party, and getting non-alcoholic beers. And I think I had like six or seven, and I was only there for an hour and a half. Like it was just. I drank them so quickly because it was like, oh, yeah, this is oh, this is what I remember. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is what I've got to do. That I went to a like premiere party for some bullshit thing. I had like one line in and I was trying not to drink. So I took a couple of hits of weed and then had like 11 seltzers the way because like, I guess I learned that I'm like an anxious drinker at events where I'm like, yeah. if I'm trapped in a conversation that I don't like, I just like... Uh, well, I need another cocktail. Like I just like drink three quarters of a pint glass of tequila soda and walk away. Like, well, I gotta go fill this up. Sorry, I'll be right back. You know. Ugh. And then I did that with seltzer for so much, but I still had to take a lift home because I was baked. And the lift driver was like, "You're not gonna puke in here, are you, man?" And I was like, "Yo, I didn't even drink tonight." He's like, "You don't look great." I'm like, "I think I had way too much carbonate." I was literally carbonation. Like, so gabriel you got that wiring though where you can be so you're at this event and you decided i can't drink here i I shouldn't drink here so you got baked instead and that works for you socially (laughs) it works for me socially yes i mean i can't I have to do something to deal with people. (laughs) You you can't just be on that level. I'd rather just be home. I'm jealous. You're like you're like the TV stoner. You're like the Spicoli Michelangelo stoner, not like the Shaggy stoner. (laughs) Yeah, I've become like a little bit in in my 
in the quarantine, I've slowed down my drinking even more than I've already slowed it down because mm-hmm. I'm not good at drinking at home. I mean, I am arguably very good at drinking at home if you work for a company that sells alcohol but uh if you are a person who's trying to avoid depression and diarrhea then you uh i'm not a good drinker at home so i'm more of a a bar guy so this last year i was way off it so i learned to be a very social smoker to like hang out with people Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't want to drink because I'm getting miserable easily. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'm ready. I've been out. I drank a few beers at a live sporting event this week. Ooh, like Things are to? new. I went to SoFi Stadium, and I saw oh. LA's own rugby team, the Guiltinis. Speaking <laughs> oh, of cocktails, okay. poorly named cocktails. <laughs> Guiltini. <laughs> Let's grab a Guiltini, which I guess is because... Adam Gilchrist is like a famous cricketer or something, Gilchrist, and he owns the team, and he sells canned cocktails in Australia, and that's what he's famous for. Oh. So he has two teams in the league that he owns. One's called the Giltinis, and one's called the Gilgronies. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But, oh yeah, it's two awful names. And, of course, L.A. gets like a fucking team, and I'm like, yes, a new sports team for me to support, a sport I get, I blah, blah, blah. And it's like... I don't want to fucking wear a shirt that says Guiltinis. Like, like, why has it got to be this? Like, anything would be a better name. Like, L.A. rugby team would, like, go the fucking yeah. uh, Washington style would be better. Oh, my God. It, it, it feels like it's, it's the type of nickname you, you wait for other people to, like, come up with a term right. of endearment yeah. for your team. But to just be like, we have a joke name for our team. <laughs> We're promoting people with our team. I, I'm, I'm excited for that stadium, though. That's that's like brand spanking new. It was weird. It's wildly futuristic. The screen is insane. Is that that's where the that's where the Raider, uh, Rams play? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That I remember seeing that on TV, and it was just like, holy shit! This is a humongous place. It's like the most expensive blah blah blah, uh, most expensive stadium ever yeah. built, or some shit. Uh, yeah. How, how did, it, did they make their money back last year? Let me see what happened. Oh yeah. Mike, nice. Nice. Michael. (laughs) Got him. That's right. Hey, I'm not paying the taxes anymore. (laughs) All right. You're going full tax evasion these days. You should stop saying that on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Don't edit that out. (laughs) Don't edit. You know what? Leave it in, butter. Leave that one in. Okay, so we've been dancing around the special beverage of the night, but now it's just dive right in and uh, Gabriel's typically what we would do is one of us would have had to learn all about the drink and then uh, you know tell the history of it to the other dudes and we all say oh that's where it came from <laughs> but this week we got something very special because why listen to me summarize the history when we can listen to the inventor Bob Butt himself <laughs> oh wow talk about this drink that he created hit the clip Oh, yeah. Hi, my name is Bob Butt, a.k.a. Rosebutt. I invented the Long Island iced tea. This guy's historical. This is the man right here. The Long Island iced tea. The iced tea was invented uh, at the OBI East in Hampton Bay. OBI East. Back in the 70s. Life was good in the Hamptons. It was beautiful. Uh, Getting some of that nice Long Island reggae. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Authentic. It was, uh, just a it's the really Island Jam, as we call them. We had a contest at the bar that I was working, the OBI, and uh, they put a bottle of triple sec on the bar, and they uh, asked us to make something out of it. So 20 other bartenders and myself, we, uh, we went to work, and uh, what I came up with this drink. <laughs> 
<laughs> I never really uh, thought about the uh, money-making aspect of it. Uh, I invented nice. it be nice. for fun. It was part of my job, and it, I, you know, I think I, I always did my job well. And uh, yeah, Bob, this is a, it says I did my job well at the time. You know, I think I did my job well. This is a good one. <laughs> this is a real good drink. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so I'll summarize nope. for uh, Gabers who didn't hear a word of that. Uh, um, have you ever oh, he heard of hear that? <laughs> oh, our tech is a mess over here. We don't know. What we're doing. Why was he smiling? I think it's so something. Much? I think it's something I did wrong logging no, in. No. But yeah, I didn't hear the I, song before or this, so I was just like nodding. But what is there? This any, is why we're just we're just we're in over our heads. We're not used to guests. We're all flipping that's the fuck fine, out dude. Over here. <laughs> but you picked the perfect guest, a guest who's so comfortably being unwelcomed somewhere <laughs> that <laughs> I could just um, roll with it. Uh, Bob Butt in the 70s was working at a place called the OBI East. So I guess that there was uh, uh, an Oak Beach Inn in uh, uh, Jones Beach, but then there was also an mm-hmm. uh, uh, Oak Beach Inn in the Hamptons, Hampton Bays, and he was working at that one, and it came from a triple set competition. The boss said, who can make, which is so weird because there are a hundred ingredients in this drink, and triple sec is the last one that I think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were all, 20 bartenders all made their triple sec beverages. Bob Butt made this drink, and, <laughs> sure and it was a big hit, and it spread throughout the world. Crazy. That's crazy, because it's like... It's like a go-to reference drink. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people might not even know what's in it or what it tastes like, but they know that Long Island iced tea is a cocktail. And most people even know that Long Island iced tea is like a fucking high-octane cocktail. It's so right. crazy. Oh, that yeah. It, it's, it's just that known big. as a warning, as a red flag drink. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. saying for, like, the, the teenager kid who wants to drink ordering that just because, like, I know the name and I know one thing yeah. about it. It gets me uh, fucked up. Gabers, have you had the Adios Motherfucker, a close relative of the no. Long Island? It's <laughs> no, like, I have uh, not. Please. It's another one of these. Uh, it has like five liquors in it, but it's it's blue and it's got like curacao in it or something to give it. That oh, blue curacao! That shit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I one yeah, time drank go. a full bottle of that because we were. <laughs> when my friend's dad was a bartender at the bowling alley, and he would steal liquor and bring it home. Uh, the dad, the dad. <laughs> and then we would steal from him. <laughs> we would, yeah, that's an. Uh, I realize I'm like now with telling that story, I'm like, oh, that's not as cool of a perk as I thought it was. That <laughs> dude, your dad gets to take home the booze from the bowling yeah, alley. Gets to. It's like, I don't know if he gets to. Yeah, <laughs> but I drank like a full bottle of that blue curacao one night because that was like the one thing that we were like, I think we we can get away with stealing this. My dad never drinks oh. it, so we were drinking, and it tastes like orange peels. That's what it is flavored like and it will turn your puke and your shit bright blue (laughs) that's perfect we've been meaning to get our shit to be blue that's great yeah Yeah, i saw all your research papers and i was like i think i have a fucking shortcut for these guys like we're we're reading up like okay shit number 84 still brown brown. tim i was waiting for bob butt to give us the recipe but uh he didn't do it so do you have that handy uh, well, I, he actually did. If uh, guys, uh, that that audio was from the PBS Inventors series, and if you go on YouTube, <laughs> it's there. And Bob Butt mixes one up, and it's so great because he's he seems cool. Like he said, he wasn't in it for the money, so he seems like he kind of. Uh, I don't think that bar is still around, but he's still like in Hampton Bays at a like living in a 
in a condo and he he mixed up a, a Long Island iced tea for the camera crew. And he's just sort of like, he didn't squeeze any lemons. He used sour mix. Uh, and he, he just got, he lazily pours himself one and he's like getting liquid all over the counter and doesn't really care. And, uh, it's like, what and, do you do? I'm Bob Butt. I made the thing. <laughs> what do you want? I'm Bob Butt. Um, but he puts a shot of everything. We're going from the, the our beloved IBA for some reason. Yeah. And they say, and this is uh, this is the recipe I'm going to follow here: half an ounce of tequila, half an ounce of vodka, half an ounce of white rum, half an ounce of triple sec, half an ounce of gin, one and three quarter ounce lemon juice, fresh. A lot of lemon juice. Very fancy. Yeah, right? yeah that's a lot of lemon. Juice. I think it's trying to get you to make sour mix more or less, right? Because the yeah. next thing you're going to say is probably. But, sugar but who or would some who shit. would be squeezing? It's a waste of fresh fruit uh, in this potion i feel like well and let's then, well, talk to- let's let's talk when you're making a top shelf long island iced tea at the gamer's house <laughs> yeah. guess what baby you use a full fresh squeezed lemon in there oh with sugar God. in the raw because the only sim- the only simple syrup we had was mint and i didn't no. want to like take it to no. that level well in the gamer's house the the lemon is squeezed after or while you're yelling at uh trish to do it right yeah yeah and trish <laughs> yeah. is my daughter that Tiffany and I had years ago. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> but Trish, best fucking... Li- well, Trish is Tiff. the daughter we pretend to have so our upstairs neighbor- neighbors think we're fucking living like in a room type situation. <laughs> I do fake school lessons. I do an hour-long <laughs> language <laughs> lesson every day for every day? my mute daughter, Trish. <laughs> to keep, to my keep, neighbors, keep my neighbors confused. <laughs> Why won't you ever speak? <laughs> <laughs> so it comes out... So it sounds just you yelling at nobody i read to speak i never taught her to speak okay uh never tell your wife that i made that blunder and uh we should not have any problems she has no idea who you are dude. <laughs> i met her once or twice yeah, that's tr- seriously she's she's not great with names and um, a lot of my friends are four-year-old white comedian <laughs> we blend together no, no, we're all very unique <laughs> yeah we're all very <laughs> i do like uh jeff for the for the listeners uh-huh. i'm getting a visual experience here yes oh. tim and, and dutz got some serious like sun-kissed like vacation vibes looking to them and then Hanford is clean cut in a white out room with glasses on like he looks like the guy who storms into our music video to tell us to knock it off uh, yeah I've got a, a job interview after I this. got a backwards hat and a tank top on I'm, I'm uh, applying for a uh, bank manager position <laughs> immediately after drinking a Long Island iced tea yeah they, they keep weird uh weird hours Isn't it 10 15 on the east coast yeah i'm gonna be a little buzz <laughs> but it gets me loose they gotta expect at that time that you're gonna have a couple yeah, if you're giving out midnight here. loans or yeah. job interviews you gotta be fucking half in the bag <laughs> um so then and then this recipe said uh, uh an ounce of gum syrup that's like fancy sugar we're not gonna do that well gabers you got sugar in the raw which is pretty fancy i'm going yeah. simple syrup same yeah that's smart i wish i had it i would have done the same in in the bar, you usually just hit the the mix gun button like that gross sour spray. Oh man, up. I got we got to get that. Gu- I want that gun in my kitchen so bad. It would make me so happy to just <laughs> fucking badass. Just attached to like the the faucet, so it's all attached to water. my dick. And then when I have to pee, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and there's nothing nothing fancy, right? You just mix it. You stir it. Uh, well, 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 don't forget, Jefferson, we're topping off with really not even for taste, but for color to make it look like a Long Island ah. iced tea. One dash of cola doesn't really dash is open to interpretation. I, I'll, I'll give you a little um, follow through here up to like two ounces of soda. You still not fuck it up. After that, it starts to just be like you're drinking an alcohol and coke. Gotcha. But you can right. go. It does add enough alcohol sweetness and, and effervescence that it really lightens it. So you can don't be afraid. You can go a little more than a dash. Uh, I'm gonna do two dashes. Oh, you're nuts! I didn't say go two dashes. What do you find? I said a little more than a dash, dude. Maybe Jesus dash and a quarter uh, tops. <laughs> I was talking dash, dash and a half. You're talking two dashes. Jesus Christ, fucking what guy. is this? Oak Beach in West, bro? We're making the Oak Beach in East style, bro. <laughs> I like to kind of think of this as the the OBI West around here. Sloppy boys should open up our own OBI. Damn. Okay, so it, the, your dashes of your cola, and then it says, add all ingredients into highball glass filled with ice, stir gently, garnish with a lemon spiral, serve with a straw. So we're not even shaking. I feel like bartenders usually sometimes will shake the booze and uh, and ice and then top with Ooh. soda, but I'm just stirring. I'm just going to do what they say. I'm just going to pour say. it in there, and that's that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Gabrus is finishing up his first, and we'll make <laughs> our first. Great. Folks, we'll be right back. Let's make Bob Butt proud. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? 
That, of course, is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. <laughs> Listen up, slopheads. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by big brain Caltech scientists and former smokers. Finally, there's a better, cleaner tobacco alternative that doesn't, well, quite frankly, <laughs> suck. Their gums come in wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. And as for their lozenges, well, those come in cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even in the gym. My uncle Darius Dutton is going to love these. He's a lifelong smoker, but look, you're not going to find a cigarette that tastes like cinnamon or pomegranate. It's a superior taste, folks. And look at the flip side. There's a reason there isn't a cigarette-flavored gum. Make the switch. It's 2021. Get rid of the cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip. Chuck your Sherlock Holmes pipe Watson and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. And you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Sloppy Boys listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code SLOPPY to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum and lozenges. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co. Check it out and make the switch. Mine's not even that dark. I got a light beige. Mine, mine is a little darker than most because... I didn't have uh, I don't have white rum. I only had mm. oh, that's a good that's a good rum. Great glass though, perfect glass. For you know what that is, right? Tea, baby. That's a palm wonderful, baby. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. That would have yeah, I would have taken many guesses to have gotten down to you know. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah, I think so. No, never mind. No, no palm. No. no, I had no. A couple idea. years ago, they used to sell <laughs> these. Way off. Samsonite. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? Let's see it, baby. Not very impressive. It's it's in this like little hotel cup. <laughs> hey, that's impressive, right, John? That's super yeah. impressive. <laughs> making making Long Island iced teas in your hotel is such a specific type of alcoholic. <laughs> and like, I don't have any measuring stuff, so it's like I was doing like the cap of the Bacardi, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, you're meeting up with people later, right? This isn't just you." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My 
my little nips, my nips in the uh, ice bucket. Yeah. Yeah, I got bottle service for the table in your own hotel. Does anybody call you John Gabrus or is it just Gabrus? Most people call me Gabrus. A few people call me John still. Hanford is actually one of one mm. of them. He frequently John? calls me John. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't I don't mind. I, it is my name. You know, I don't think frequent- we're on a, we're not on uh that type of level. I, oh, well, this I'm is sorry. More of a, uh, Mike calls me John all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mr. Hanford, as I've been referring to, as he's been asking yeah, that to I, to, to I told you to call me. <laughs> the T-Man. Oh, that took me way too long. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, it's me. Same here. Um, you know what it reminds me of is yeah. when you go to like a tiki bar. What's the tiki bar up in the valley? Tonga Hut? Tonga Room? Tonga, Tonga Hut Valley? Or Tonga like, Room? I just said Tonga Hut Valley. Tonga Hut Valley. I just said like, like, you're like, what's the name of that Tiki Bar? And I'm like, Tiki Bar Valley? Got it. Like, I'm just half in Long Island Ice Tea in, and I'm the smartest person on this fucking podcast, and I've been wrong every time. Like, I, I made this mistake once, and I will never do it again at a Tiki Bar. It's the same thing you're saying where you pull just a million liquors, where like the person in front of you gets a Mai Tai, and then they get all the stuff out, and they make one and put everything down. And you're like, I'll do one of those. <laughs> and they're yeah, like, 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 mm. like, hey, this would have taken two seconds if I'm in them at the same time, but no. <laughs> I feel like tiki bar tiki bartenders, uh, like they're they know they're in for like the bomb diffusing job of bartender. Like you don't take that job if you've got a problem pulling out twelve bottles for yes, every drink. Yeah. It's like this one you light on fire. This one you put a scuba man in. This one you have to fucking yeah. <laughs> scuba. Yeah, wind him up. <laughs> this one you dress as a scuba man to do it. The the tiki bar bartender, the ones that I've encountered. You'd think they'd be like, hey, yeah, let's all have some uh, island fun. They're not. But it's just like, "Mm -hmm, I'll make this. Here you go. Uh, You, I'll make this. Little scientists. Yeah. Well, there's just so, there's like such a rush on everything. Man, I felt like such a little dork using my half ounce measurement. You know, the way a bartender would be just be going like, shoot, shoot, or, you know, uh, ideally multiple bottles at once. You're like, wow. But I was in my kitchen with a little. One Mississippi, two. I was going, uh, one Mississippi, spilling <laughs> <Spelling> it everywhere, <laughs> Mister Dork. Um, but look at this, guys. Check out my. It's it said uh, you did a lemon twist, it, lemon twist, a lemon and spiral, or spiral. There you go. Oh. Not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Did you try? Are we going? All right. Nom, 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 nom. Okay. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. <laughs> All right, I know how to drink these. You just chug one the, fir- the first sip, right? It's a shot, right? It's a really tall shot. Hey, that's pretty that's brisk, uh, baby. It tastes like a, a sugary Lipton. Yeah, it does uh, taste bottled yeah. brisk. Yeah, nothing's over. Just give me something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's over. That's in. I have not thought of that brisk commercial <laughs> in thirty years, and I can picture exactly. <laughs> Claymation Stallone. Nothing's brisk, the black baby. and white claymation. It's just yeah. in my fucking medulla. I can't get it out. Like if I if if, if someone says brisk, just like Dutton, I say that's brisk, baby, and then I that's eventually good. get to nothing's always give him something to drink. <laughs> also helps if you're boxing. I'll say that a lot too. You know, if, if they're telling me that they're the the match, the fight's over. Match. Oh boy, here we go. Um, it's very weird that this drink is like like um. I've never like had one while relatively sober before. I as of now I've had um I had one cacti 
a Travis Scott sparkling seltzer earlier. So mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent undrunk, but this isn't a virginal <laughs> sip, but it's, yeah. it's still pretty raw, if you well, will. It's just weird thinking that like, I kind of thought that the whole, I remember the whole thing about this being like, it just, it's called iced tea and it just like looks like an iced tea because it has a dash of Coke. But mine is is so lemony that I am like, yeah, that tastes like I'm fooled. Yeah, this, I'm not, for the amount of liquor you put in these, I'm not tasting much of it. That's the trick. Yeah, that's, therein lies, yeah, that's the greatest trick <laughs> the devil ever pulled. It's a trick. <laughs> oh, and you know for the, the cola that I used, cherry cola. Cherry Coke. Ooh. This Ooh. guy is making little changes. Can you taste? Can you taste cherry? I don't know. There's so much other stuff in there that I, I'm not. I can't like pick out the cherry cola part of it. I but. can't believe you didn't use cherry wine. <laughs> How dare you? Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How cherry dare wine. you not keep the brand popping strong? Suck it on that cherry wine. <laughs> Uh, I did. I did the one shot of everything, uh, rather than the half shot, uh-huh. because Very I had nice. a bigger. I had a big glass, and I was like, "Fuck it," uh, and I made it before, so I was like, "Oh, this will last me the full hour," and I'm actively trying not to finish it. It really does go down <laughs> smooth. I know it's nice and this is nice and cool too, and it's kind of I'm in a warm room. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm like I'm looking at everyone's drinks. Love that. Ice is crucial to a Long Island yeah. iced tea. Oh, yeah. Ice yeah. is Feel very because you're arguably yeah. drinking like five liquors on the rocks, mm-hmm. right? So you need as much <laughs> fucking ice as possible. Get that sour mix to just make it tolerable, but you need the ice to help the sour mix taste more tolerable. <laughs> and then you just need the Coke so it looks like an iced tea, so it hits your brain in like an iced tea way. Yeah, yeah. I should have did more Coke. And the glass, yeah, yellowy. Yeah. Mine's mine's a little yellowy. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I did, I did Quantro. It looks like I green tea. Did, I also did some Quantro. I got some eighty proof tri- triple sec in there. Ooh, oh gee. damn. Yeah. yeah, this is this is Casamigos Kettle Ooh. One. Some <laughs> weird rum that was a gift. Like the only rum I have is like a dark rum that's like in a weird bulbous gift bottle. Hendrix Gin. Quantro, a fresh, <laughs> a fresh squeezed lemon, sugar in the raw, and a, and I had to walk. The only thing I had to pick up. This is the like this is how this is how embarrassingly bougie my life is. The only thing I had to go pick up was a can of Coke. I didn't have soap. <laughs> the most commonplace of all. Oh, I don't keep that in my I home. I had every other ingredient to make a top shelf Long Island thing, and I was like, I have to walk to the market and pick up a cola. <laughs> you you take a six pack. You're like, do you sell these in ones? Yeah, they did. I bought one can of Coke and walked walked out with it i looked like a, a teen after school you're like i'm doing i'm doing this lobby boys i was like i gotta go straight to soccer teen after school have you guys done back to back tastes on ever on the you know people swear by the mexican coke that has the real sugar and not the the corn syrup, corn right. syrup. i have one of those and obviously in this drink i'm not going to be able to tell um but are, are, are any guys uh, like th- that's a thing where you say no the Mex you, you like the Mexican one more? I've never done back to back tasties. I've never done back to back, but I unpopular opinion I like I think I like regular Coke better. I oh, go oh see, I can't tell if it's the glass bottle that's doing a lot of lifting when yeah. I enjoy a Mexican yeah. Coke, and if I had a Coke Classic in uh, a glass bottle, I might just like it as much. Mm-hmm. But 
the psychosomatic element of like it's real sugar instead of a corn syrup i'm like that's what i like about it and i like <laughs> yeah. cannot place that you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i can't even tell the difference between red and white wine i'll tell you john there is one dead giveaway that you're missing <laughs> <laughs> my wife is constantly like have you been eating this yogurt and i'm like yeah she's like it's gone so bad how have you not i'm like i've had it the last three days she's like really i might like i'm like brain is so fucking weird like i'll act she's like how many of these have you eaten it's like oh i, I don't know a lot she's like these have all gone bad <laughs> you not you know, i wake up i eat one of those yogurts i throw up all day i go back to bed what's, what's the is that why i'm in the emergency room then all right that makes a little more yeah sense. oh okay that puts it together that's all right i heard the difference between the cokes is that functionally sugar tells your body i've had enough and corn syrup is just as mm. bad for you but it circumvents that alarm in your body so you so you just it keep drinking more 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 so you might find yeah. that you get sick of a mexican coke with real sugar faster and that's your body doing its thing wow and oh. and Ameri- uh, normal american cokes you know they got that corn syrup you just keep drinking Nothing like American technology to prove we were able to circumvent your biofeedback that keeps you alive yes. to make more money for yes. a corporation. Well, you know, you see, we all want to live in this capital uh, capitalist country where you got to you got to drink the corn syrup. So <laughs> I am already feeling this. Me drink. too. It hits <laughs> yeah, fast. Me too. Whatever I just tried to spit out of my mouth made no sense. <laughs> you know, in movies when like a business executive like or like. John uh, Don Draper just like walks into a room, like opens that one weird mm-hmm. glass flask, pours mm-hmm. it into glass, and like shoots down hot scotch in the middle of the day to like <laughs> imagine if someone came in and was like, like after witnessing a car accident or just escaping from it, like they come in and they just make a Long Island iced tea, and it's like pouring all from those fifteen minutes, bottles. and they're like wiping shit up and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spilling all. Oh, fuck, fuck. Okay, hold on. I just need a drink. <laughs> yeah, I just need a complicated eight-ingredient drink. Have one sip and be like, okay, send her in. We just... <laughs> send her in. We just did the uh, whiskey sour, too. That's a fun thing to get involved is a little bit of egg white. Oh, That's yeah. not something you tread into lightly is cracking some eggs when you're mixing up a drink. Dude, I put like three or four yolks in this one, <laughs> and it's just... It binds it together just right. That's the... That's the Philadelphia iced tea. <laughs> yeah. Rocky style. <laughs> Nothing is over. Just give me something to drink. Nothing's over. Just give me some of that fucking raw eggs and uh, five different liquors. Actually, it's not that healthy. Be careful. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's your body telling you to stop. Yeah, no, That's body. pretty good. Sly knows a lot. And you were never on Mad TV? <laughs> I was. Do you remember Artie Lang? That was my <laughs> That was, that was my character. Tony Clifton. <laughs> <laughs> you did him for 20 years on the radio. <laughs> A couple movies. I uh, <laughs> I did Artie Lang at all of the read-throughs for Crashing in front of Judd Apatow and was like, eventually I'll get a role on the show. <laughs> I've been doing these table reads as Artie, a part you can't just accidentally book by impressing them. You know what I mean? So, 
<laughs> so I'm like, hey, put me in as another guy who says hello to Pete over here. No? Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no? Hey, oh, season okay. two, you want to play Artie Lang? Yeah, of course, man. Love to, love to. Starting to like know the writers of the show. <laughs> like, well, I'll talk to you guys season three. We'll definitely pop off. <laughs> You're going to need an Artie Lang. That is, Artie uh, Lang's country cousin comes to town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what a the sad thing the thing I, I've been there too yeah doing doing the table read and I'm like you know if I give a real good read here yeah. they're gonna find something yeah. for me I just know it I mean even if Artie Lang was just playing a guy named like Bruce Lang there, you run a risk if Artie Lang is very potentially not gonna make it to the shoot right like <laughs> yeah. that's like a thing he's yes. uh, you know like his he's unreliable and it's like so if even if he's like Artie Lang's playing the role of Bruce but can you read him in the table reads you'd be like well I could but it's like you can't I can't just be Artie Lang the, the character in this episode <laughs> so know. it's like there's not even like a fluke of a fluke that could get me in there <laughs> well Tim was hoping to be cast as Reggie Watts at some point I don't know if you stood a much better chance at that <laughs> oh dude I, I read all five seasons of uh, comedy bang bang I always read <laughs> the the Reggie roles at every table read and I was really pleased with my performance and I did some beatboxing. I did all the loops and everything. But and you, you never got that understudy call, huh? It never happened. But he's another guy that like would sleep through a whole day of shooting. Shooting. Uh, and you kind of hoping for if you're reading for someone, you're right. Like if Artie Lang had been playing a fictional character, that you you want to be understudying for for Andy Dick, for, for for all the people that are most likely to maybe not make it to shooting day. <laughs> I just like I've just blown past like 25 references. I was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was just like, oh, like I'm like, I'm like just keep thinking yeah. of like who, this would be a funny actor who died in a way that isn't like <laughs> like you know and I was like stop 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 <laughs> you can't say any of these out loud and I just I was like but you have to let yourself know you have 12 awful ideas. Yeah, and just you have so like a broken. In memoriam reel running through your <laughs> through your head, yeah, <laughs> cackling at Bob. But what? I'm sorry. What? I can't hear any of that stuff. Sorry, I was listening to my own fucking in memoriam in my head. <laughs> Set to Down Easter Alexa, in memory of when you're talking Long Island and you're talking alcohol. It's crazy that you don't talk about Billy Joel. <laughs> He's sort of the Venn Whoa. diagram of both those circles. <laughs> Legendary Long Islander. Legendary fucking sauce man. <laughs> sauce I didn't realize man. that he was such a, a like alcoholic. Oh yeah. Like until recently, I read an article that was like, "Have you not seen his big red nose?" Why? Well, I, I just thought that was him like getting older. But <laughs> has he always been like like when he was a big mean mean drunk? Mean drunk? I can't imagine someone from Long Island who's not like drinking was is so inherent to the culture. <laughs> Like for me, I met a lot of people later on in life who I was like, oh, I've been drinking every weekend since I was 13. And they were like, mm. really? I'm like, yeah, every Friday and Saturday night from like eighth grade through, you know, I'm 35 years old <laughs> that I found started smoking more weed and less alcohol. But like, wow. and everyone's like, really that young? I was like, yeah, bar mitzvahs in like seventh grade, then like in eighth and ninth grade, you started partying on the weekends. And not everyone had that. But like, I feel like Long Island, a lot of towns, people... Parents are drinkers there. It's like uh -huh. that. It's either you're either you're either poor or blue collar or like that level of rich. That's a different kind of alcohol. You know, where it's like wine alcohol that you're allowed to like get away mm -hmm. with. But everyone's mm -hmm. fucking banged up. 
on Long Island. It's, <laughs> going to bars is a fucking disaster. People just go out to get fucking loaded. You know, I can imagine the the Thanksgiving Eve in Long Island after just what you told us was would be crazy. It's fucking legendary. Go to Effin Groovin on Sunrise Highway every Thanksgiving Eve. Effin <laughs> Groovin? Fucking Effin Groovin, yeah. The, this was the bar I started sneaking into when I was fucking 14 years old with a fake ID that said I was 22. And they were like, I was drinking there for like six years. And it was a bar for, they, they, the bartenders wore t-shirts that said, we don't serve, but they serve Budweiser down the street. Uh, this was all like Belgian no. hipster beers. And they like, <laughs> uh, they didn't have any like domestics and shit. Only domestics were like Sam Adams, Cherry Blossom. Like they just like only, so that was my drinking experience from like 14 to 18. And then I drank there when I came home from college all the Real time. Real ID all of a sudden. <laughs> be, yeah, but the, the, the thing that got almost done, you're exactly where I, me and my buddy Sanford, who've been partying at this bar for fucking eight years, <laughs> are sitting at the bar. We have come from my graduation party at my mom's house, and we're like, after party at fucking F, and we're sitting there, and it's like, can you believe fucking John's graduated? And the guy's like, from What? <laughs> it was like from it was from college but we were like oh my god we're supposed to be like 27 <laughs> according to this dude and so we just panic and my buddy goes He's a fucking doctorate of literature. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, right. And the guy's like, and I'm like, yep, dude. <laughs> Scrambling to be like, yes, I'm a 20. I, the guy who you've watched drink every weekend wearing a Hawaiian shirt is a fucking doctorate of literature <laughs> <did it> now. <laughs> They're probably so proud. They helped you. Oh, man. <laughs> I, my... Uh, the fake ID that I had when I was 19. Tim, you had a fake ID? Well, it wasn't fake, but it was my, my, you know, my friend's brother, older brother's older uh -huh. friend's ID that he wasn't using anymore. And um, it, uh, the name was Trevor Fawkes. So I was used to answering to that, but he. Um, oh, I remember that. You used to <laughs> yeah, use that in maybe, LA. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah. Because when we were in LA, like interning in uh -huh. like junior year, I would have been using that. But um, what was funny is that, like, <laughs> if I was 19 and the guy, the, the ID said that I was 29 and uh, <laughs> the guy looked like me, but he was 29. And I remember so being like, at oh, college this. bars, be like, yes, I'm yeah. 29 years old. I'd like to go into Ithaca's fucking wing. Yeah, there's a lot of 29 year olds like on <laughs> in, in the commons of Ithaca. But I remember uh, I was like so worried that it wouldn't work and it always worked. And then I was bummed out that, that everyone thought I was 29. <laughs> that no yeah. no doorman ever once looked at a 19 year old and doubted that. Like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah come on in here. Right this way, Mr. Fouch. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like going to pull out your IDs. Like, yeah, your 40 year olds can come in. Oh, here. we're not carding you. You look like shit. Yeah. You're like, this doesn't bode well for the rest of my life. <laughs> this yeah. is what, if I'm at 19, passing for 29, I, I'm not looking forward to 49. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I still use, you know, like I wanted to get into um, AARP, so I use Trevor Fouch's uh, card for that. It's good to get discounts. Handy through you the know, years. dinners and cheap hotel rooms and stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. I had a great fake ID when I was younger because uh, this is the grossest way to get a fake ID is I stole jackets no! from a coat room at a party at bar. <laughs> and uh, oh one of the guys God. had his wallet in there and he kind of looked like me and was 21. And then I had an ID from like 17 oh. on, like a really good one. For some <laughs> I don't know anyone who ever had fake IDs 
that were like somebody takes your picture and it's like fake information. Like I only mm. have heard of people grabbing someone else's and it's like passing. What's birth. the statute of limitations on, on <laughs> forging forging government documents like that? Because <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'll, I got some stories, Antford, for after we're done recording. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Do you think that anyone ever did the thing I've seen in a movie where you just pose for a picture and you hold up like a big poster board that that looks like an ID and you just take a picture of that? Have you seen? I, I wonder. Yeah, if yeah that, I know what? what you mean. Yeah, did that did that ever exist? Where it's just like a it's photo. It's like you cut the hole out, Jeff, of where your face would be, and you just hold up a big board that looks like an ID. You then you shrink that picture down to wallet size. I think it was in maybe Freaks and Geeks or Undeclared oh, okay. or something like that. The, the people I know who made fake IDs in college did that method, and then eventually did that method for New Jersey because New Jersey was very easy to fake. And then as we got older, uh, New Jersey changed their ID like in the early two thousands. So we had to go back to try. Uh, they had to go back. The people had to go back to trying to make New York IDs. And those are super way more complicated. Mm. And then those people uh, fi- like eventually were fi- figured that out. But then they changed the material on those around the time that we all turned 21. So we were like, we don't need to keep buying fake IDs from these other people at our school. Wow. <laughs> it's so like, I don't think you can you can make a fake ID anymore. There's so many. Like, my ID right now has so many holograms and things on and, it. And now they even have them, like, vertical, right? Like, if you're underage or... Oh. I don't know. No, no. I, they, I guess that wouldn't come into play. But, like, I've seen weird vertical IDs for, like, underage kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like girls always had them before the guys I knew. Girls didn't need them. I never saw a doorman uh, bouncer care. Or, or, like, they didn't need to be nearly good at all. Yeah. Like, it would just be like, all right, you right. have a piece of laminated plastic. Go ahead and... No, I remember that with 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 college friends. If girls walked right in, and then they'd be like, "Okay, Trevor Fowkes, let's take a look at this thing," and then they bend it, and then actually, I, d- I did lose mine eventually in L.A. Do you remember um, Miyagi's? It was it used yeah. to yeah, be Miy- Miyagi Do. I used to take lessons there. I used to take uh, <laughs> yes, karate yes. lessons there. Yes, that's where you would train with your sensei. That's where you got tricked into doing all those chores for that old man, <laughs> yeah. that old alcoholic who was well, like you a did war learn vet. From him in the end, <laughs> I went there for the All Valley Tournament and I got they did chores. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the Sunset Boulevard, like douchey 2005 club Miyagi's, that's where I, I lost that. Uh, a bouncer like looked at the card and was like, that's not you. And he just put it in his chest pocket and, uh, and kept it. I was like, why do you have to keep, like, I understand don't let me into your bar. That's fine. And I'm not going to push back or whatever, but the idea that you're like trying to make a change in my life is very weird. (laughs) Saturday night at 1am. That's rude to the service industry. Exactly. And Tim, you know why? Small dick. (laughs) <laughs> that's why he took away from Tim because oh, of Tim's small dick <laughs> no <laughs> oh. <laughs> how did he know that Tim had a small dick <laughs> oh I wasn't wearing any pants he's like this is bigger than your dick and I'm oh, okay this guy w- took my ID and wouldn't let me in because he didn't think I was this guy because I, I was, was showing off my like- pubes to prove that I was of age and he kind of glimpsed at that little that little pink Tim guy. I remember Miyagi's was a place where I think maybe it was you I it was you or Eric or one of our friends we were all kind of standing there and this guy was making out with his, I think, wife. They were, they were kind of older. <laughs> and uh, he stopped making out with her and looked over at one of us and was like, 
You like what you see? <laughs> like, oh. No, were we were we leering and he was saying like leave us alone? No, it was like you are like, inviting you to watch. Are we like gonna make this a, a threesome type of thing or what's happening? <laughs> yeah, he was like he was looking around the room, he's like, Yes, that group. What is well, they call themselves the birthday boys. <laughs> yes, they all have backpacks full of comedy props. Yes, let's invite one of those guys as our third. <laughs> we ju- we just came from a show. <laughs> all you know those those middle aged swingers all have that fetish of the young sketch group. <laughs> <laughs> I want either a skinny guy with glasses or a heavy set guy with a beard. But they yeah, have to be in white. Between. <laughs> I, I will not take anyone between uh, 140 and 240 pounds. Tim, we're we're when we were, we were at a bar one time and uh i think i think you were there where we walked Dude, in if it was a bar i was there we walked in and and, <laughs> and some girls were like oh let's get out of here all these white dudes are ugly <laughs> yes yeah uh yeah it was that was uh i remember these that. white guys are so fucking ugly <laughs> uh, not not what you want to hear <laughs> We were st- we were standing hey, there like, but we're funny. Uh, we're yeah. funny. You'll be attracted to us eventually. Yeah, Engage like, with um, us. You'll see. Uh, the, the girls are like, yeah, send us your reel and we'll take a look. We're, we're not, yes. we're to sure. hear it, to hear it nearby, nine seconds after you enter, it's tough to not take it personally. No, no, no. You guys should have taken that personally. Too, yeah. yeah, no, it they was, were talking about you guys. I don't agree. They were with looking her. at us, talking about. We us. had a great comeback. <laughs> We had a comeback of a lifetime. We said, hey, more room for us. <laughs> and oh, yeah. we spread out on the bar. We owned that whole dance floor the rest <laughs> of the night, just the two of us. <laughs> Nobody interfering, just us guys, us ugly fucks <laughs> dancing the night away. <laughs> oh, man. That was also that thing of, remember, that this is a thing you don't do as like an adult, but <laughs> just, I feel like if I'm at a bar, it's either like a bar I like and I'm meeting a friend, or it's like somebody's birthday or something. So there's like a, a thing going on. But like back in those days when we were 21 at that moment, probably, and you would just choose a bar as a destination for no reason. We'd be like, we're getting in a mm-hmm. cab and we're, gonna, we're going like, to howl at the moon. Yeah, exactly. Or, we or just like, like Barney's Beanery. Yeah, Barney's yeah. Beanery. Kind of like just... They have video games. They're like, let's all go to this spot. One person lives near there, or one person's like, my cousin is supposed to be bartending, and you're like, all right, look, 16 of us. Yeah. Everyone yeah. take four separate mm-hmm. cabs to the next location. Yeah. It's like, and we're all going to be well, there has for anyone five been hours. Here bar- yeah. <laughs> like, has anyone been here before? And when we all lived together, it was like, okay, who can drive? And then getting five people to Barney's Beanery, or no, six, <laughs> one person had to go in the trunk. Was a thing that happened <laughs> semi often. Yeah, often enough. And then, and then, like the driving back was just its own discussion much later in the night. Like, okay, now who can drive back? Yeah, you figure that out when you get to it. We'll cross that bridge when I get to it, dude. There's not supposed to be a bridge. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what bridge? And Lord help you if you were the trunk guy. And the driver driving home shouldn't have been driving home. Yeah. My God. Dude, my buddy took a piss in the back of a friend's Pathfinder because he was in the trunk for too long. Like, But it wasn't like, it was a trunk he could have like foreseeably gotten out of. It wasn't like a sedan trunk. But he took a piss back there because he didn't want to piss his pants. And... <laughs> 
it started to smell so and like he thought he was gonna get away with it then it started to smell so bad in the car and someone's like it smells like piss back here and the driver the one sober guy who's driving us Alejandro is like what the fuck it smells like piss in my car and it was like dude and I was like it's not it wasn't me, dude. My friend in the back of the truck's like, it's not me. <laughs> and he just pukes on himself because it like smells so bad. Oh. He's <laughs> and he's like in the middle of denying You would it, think yeah. the piss smell God. would be several feet behind the moving vehicle and that you could discreetly piss in the trunk of a car. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you would think. <laughs> of course. You would think. The, but... the stink lines would be moving backwards. <laughs> we didn't have the stink goggles to eyeball them, so we didn't know what was going on <laughs> wind-wise, vacuum-wise. Like some, Maybe we had had the rear windows open but not the front something mm. was going on <laughs> you gotta get that air engineering just right to, to waft it oh away but a pathfinder that's like an suv that's yeah you're in there with yeah. the oh, piss. Yeah. you're in there with the piss it's a big boy I understand yeah <laughs> same oh, room yeah. that'd be funny because otherwise you have to be like lying down peeing like kind of on himself. more or less <laughs> next to himself yeah. yeah uh freshman year of ithaca for for no reason my um my high school friends called me and were like hey we're going uh we're going uh, to uh, penn state uh this weekend and i was it was like one of their sisters went to penn state or something so i was like okay and then my high school friends picked me up and didn't bring me to pennsylvania they brought me to rochester new york home of mike hanford hey. um <laughs> where i they, they their own their plan had fallen through and we had no place to stay in pennsylvania so they instead called my brother, who was going to University of Rochester, and um, brought me as a as a prank to me. Brought me to a different city than they told me that we were going to, and uh, and I didn't notice like the whole drive. And I got all the way to <laughs> Rochester, and I was like, "Oh, weird. Okay, different town." But hey, my brothers are great. Anyway, but speaking of, uh, of, of gross gross smells in cars. My, we went out for the, the classic Rochester, New York dinner of, um, the garbage plate. <laughs> Filet mignon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Those Filet mignon with French fries, chicken tenders, and a buffalo wing <laughs> bone in on it. Uh, bone in. Yes. Yes. We were in a big Chevy Suburban and we all got garbage plates and you can choose between macaroni salad or beans. Oh. Hanford, is this like yeah. a, is beans? I've, I haven't, hadn't seen That's that. It's like the Nick Tahoe's original one, I think, has beans on it. But I, most no, places. No, you do mac salad. You do mac salad because Usually it's the creamy salad. with the crunchy fries and it's delicious. Yeah, you can have beans on it if you want. Well, <laughs> the drunk friend whose car it was and was now oh. riding shotgun was oh, the only yeah. one of us to get the beans. And it made him <laughs> sick. And then we, we were driving. He's sitting shotgun in his own car. And he was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And he puked straight onto the floor by his feet. And then it was just, it, it was disgusting. But it was also so funny to be like, typically someone else pukes or pisses in your car and you yell yeah. at them. But he he puked and he goes, oh, it's so gross. And then he puked again. He's like, oh, yeah, it's disgusting. And it's like, we we have no dog in this fight, so we're just like, uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's a bummer. disgusting. Uh, crack the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Get the stink lines moving, baby. I, yeah, I, he'll deal with this tomorrow, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I remember. Just, no one was in trouble. He was just mad at himself. I remember when Uber was, was new. I got into an Uber and uh, no, two, two of us, a friend of mine and I were getting into an Uber and the guy was like, hold on, hold on. One of you guys sit up front and another one sit in uh, that uh, seat because somebody just puked in that one. And we were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And you got, and you, you rode with him? 
Yeah, he was right there. It was time to get out of there. <laughs> we had to go. That and I like sat in the new. wrong seat. <laughs> I split the diff and sat in the mids, baby. Ooh, hey, uh, guys, wait. Uh, uh, we we mentioned Billy Joel earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Bill yeah, yeah. Joel. I mean, the, this is the 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 prodigal son of the Long Island uh, scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I ever tell you guys about the time that I went to his uh, secret underground lair? What you? Yeah, you know when was me when well, when when was this? Um, <laughs> this was like maybe a few years ago, but um, I. Maybe. I, I mentioned that I've been to Montauk once for vacation and then I uh-huh. saw Weezer at Jones Beach, right. but I forgot to mention all adding up, yeah. there was kind of a lost weekend in the Hamptons one time and um, <laughs> that'll happen. That'll, that'll, happen. that'll yeah. certainly happen. And I bumped into Billy Joel and, you know, uh, he was out with Jerry Seinfeld and the mm. boys. <laughs> and uh, what about George? <laughs> yeah, Costanza was there. Yeah, yeah. Costanza was the character. Costanza was, was there. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld out of character. George in character. <laughs> Such a New York night. Jerry Seinfeld in character. Sixteen-year-old girl on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he was also like in character. As specifically, he was doing a lot of lines from the the, the Coffee and Cars show, but uh, he wouldn't do any quotes from <laughs> Seinfeld. But. Um, Anyway, so he, you know, Billy Joel invites me back to his complex and we're having a blast. You know, I'm, he's dancing on the piano. Everybody's having fun. But did I tell you this? Did I tell you this part about how I snuck downstairs to his vault where he keeps all of his secret old demo tapes? No, no. Okay. Well, I should, I should have told you. You I told us everything else but this (laughs) part. This seems like the part that you should have started with, maybe arguably even this time around. <laughs> you know, I, I get so scrambled and I blame it on this uh, cocktail we're having. But so I go downstairs at Billy Joel's secret compound lair and I'm poking around the vault and I find this early demo. Um, and it's you guys know um, his song Piano Man. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard that song. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a, which one's a, that? Well, that's the song. He's yeah, the it, Piano it, Man. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty hasn't pretty heard of it, but oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know which one you're talking about. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, now. it sounds a little familiar. Anyway, <laughs> I found this demo where we it was like didn't apparently start the piano. <laughs> I'm the Piano Man. JFK blown away. Piano Man has to say. <laughs> Well, we all love that melody and we all have it stuck in our heads all the time. But I guess before he 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 had like an earlier version before he was really famous, he had an earlier version of the song mm. that was like pretty good, but not quite as great. But the thing with it is like he I guess he hadn't yet settled on what instrument the 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 main guy in the song should be associated right, with. Right. Um so it's just like not quite as good as the thing that we know and love. But I don't know. I shouldn't shit on it because maybe you guys will like it. But I. I just s- wish you had the demo. Yeah, that I, would suck. I, mean, I do. Talk- Mike. Oh, you do. Hey, you're cutting me off again, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you should have led with the part where you stole from Billy Joel. <laughs> we're going to do we're going to do a take two of all, all of it where I'll just, you know, lead <laughs> with, with, with the, what you guys think is interesting. But uh, so anyway, I. 
I got the master tape. I um I, I walked out. I put it down my pants and I walked out. Oh, and um I wanted smart. to. If you guys want to hear an early Billy Joel demo that's like just a little bit off, uh, we should I play. Think it. Now we 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 should definitely. Yeah, now. sure. Now I mean. Now let's just wrap up the podcast and cut it <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, all right. <laughs> See you guys next week. We're drinking <laughs> beer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's um, right, because gamers can't hear this. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> let, let me see. Uh, fuck, there's got to be a way maybe we can trigger gamers to be hearing about it. this shit. <laughs> I'll listen to it when it comes out. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> Blow us a note, you're the oboe guy. Honk a few long ones tonight. Mm. Yes, we're all in the mood mm. for some blasters. <laughs> and you've got a big breathy neck. Not the same, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just not. Oh, shorter, too. The much oboe shorter. guy. Oh, yeah. Play us a note, you're the oboe guy. I don't yeah. know. Big breathy neck. Yeah, that doesn't sound... That's not cool sounding. No, you want you want to hear about the piano man. You also want to hear about you know John at the bar and and the real estate novelist and all that stuff. Right, that guy right, who's still right. in the navy. Right, he's Davy probably. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and the real estate novelist. Uh, but just uh, those long honking oboe notes are not. Uh, well, you can't dance to that. It's definitely not destined for the top of the charts. No, no. But no, I think we could take inspiration from it that it's like, you know, if you're an artist, you know, you got to start somewhere and you can keep working on your craft until you perfect it. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to take that advice, Tim, and do that for my next drink. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to perfect it for your next drink. I'm work on my craft, craft beer and get a new drink. <laughs> Let's mix up another round of these. OK, cool. BRB. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just came back into my office and realized none of the windows were... I didn't notice while I was in here because of the alcohol and weed, but none of the windows were open. When I came back in, I was like, oh, shit. You're not supposed to do this anymore when you're an adult. <laughs> it's like full hot box. Yeah, we can't see you through the smoke. Spicoli falls out of your yeah, closet. Yeah, I don't have a candle. I'm supposed to light a candle. I'm supposed to open the. I have a fucking air filter I'm supposed to throw on. I'm just getting caught up in the fucking sloppy boys potty. You know? You're acting sloppy, fucking- man. I've got no no smoke in here, and even my little home office has no ventilation whatsoever. So it just turns into a little sauna while I'm podcasting, mm. and then it's so fun. I, I just like don't realize I'm dripping sweat, and I step into the hallway, and it's freezing in the rest of my place. And it's like revitalizing. Yeah, you run out oh. to piss in the middle of a podcast, and you're like, "Oh man, oh it's so much better out there." But yeah. Like uh, Jessica is casually up front watching uh 90 day fiance and it's like cool and calm in a normal night. And I step out like, whoo, <laughs> what you, step, you step out five half shots of booze <laughs> and one hour of screaming with your buds in a hundred degree room. Step out. You're like, <laughs> I, I could leave She's it. like Jesus these white people are fucking ugly <laughs> these white husbands are ugly man <laughs> my wife keeps saying that to my super handsome black neighbor <laughs> it's getting frustrating I did less lemon this time I, I, I think that my first one was almost like a lemonade and then I scaled it down and I think I love this drink I think I actually yeah. really like, like yeah, the taste of good. it this is a great drink this one, I tried to do the, uh, Gabrus, what you were talking about as a bartender. I just kind of like eyeballed each yeah. one, <laughs> but they're all different size bottles, so they pour all differently. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. This is, this is rum. This is rum heavy because it's got a bigger mouth on the bottle. I went out to go make a second cocktail and I had a, the full, a full shot of each in the tiki glass over there. And I went outside and my wife had put them all back in <laughs> on the bar cart that we have, like in the right order where how sure. she keeps it. And I also, I looked at that and didn't want to take out all five. And then also went, I don't need another one of these. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> just go back and hang out with the guys. And I was just like, oh, it's they're put away. Perfect. Fuck it. I'm not having it. <laughs> well, you one. also made a Mega Mondo one to start yeah. with. Yeah. So, so we're just yeah. catching up to you. Yeah, that's all I want. Um, I needed that on the record. Thank you. You got Thank it. Thank you, too. Where, <laughs> um, wait, Gabrus, where, uh, t- tell us about your, your bartending career was how long? Um, it was like, uh, four or five summers, more or less, yeah. and then a couple of from like sixteen, uh, to a couple 20. semesters of college. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like from eighteen to twenty-two, or like uh, nineteen to twenty-two. I was bartending before it was legal to uh, both. Oh, I was joking. The, Is that for real? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Long Island, and then in um, at school. At school is when I was doing like some most of the underage bartending at um, in Poughkeepsie, New York, in the Hudson Valley. Mm. Oh wait, wait, wait! Was uh, this uh, Marist? Yeah, that's where I, that's where I, Marist 04 over here. Damn, though. dude. Well, Marist. I'm at the go five, but also I'm fr- I'm from like uh, I'm from the Hudson Valley. I'm from the Kingston Woodstock area. So 
A Ooh, lot of Marist nice. friends. That's cool. Yeah. You work. I'm in- from Long Island, so a lot of people from Marist are from Long Island as well. It's like weird because <laughs> yeah. it's a Catholic college, so it's like the three huge Catholic high schools on Long Island all just like <laughs> ship kids to like the five Franciscan yeah. schools around the Northeast. <laughs> This will turn you into a priest, and then you'll come home and make me proud. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, but that's cool. To, if you're in, if you're going to college, and then your job, you're bartending while you're in college, you got to be. Are uh, your friends are coming in, and they're at, they're begging you for drinks, and you're saying, "No, my boss is here tonight. You can't." Yeah, it was kind of like. Uh, I had two different bartending jobs at the college. One of them was more like a bar backslash assistant when one of the other rugby guys was a bartender. He was like a Saturday night guy and I would back him up on two of the shifts and, and make, but I got to make drinks and that's when, and that bar was like the rugby team's bar. So that was Rennie's. So I could really fucking be friendly at Rennie's and be like, <laughs> and then, uh, at Foxhole, which was the one that served pizza, and that was the one I was an upperclassman because you had to be 21 more or less to hang out this one. That's the one where the Albanian owners used to fucking like physically assault me like weekly. What? They would come in during my shift and like wrestle me and insist and like punch in the arm and the chest and like insist on like wrist locks and make make us grab <laughs> make me grapple them all the time. They were just they were just like super aggro. Uh, dudes because you're and, like a uh, rugby guy like they wanted to because like, they fuck. are assholes i think and <laughs> I think part of it is maybe part of it is that i was like a big rugby i think they disliked me because i was confident mm. i think and i didn't like kowtow and they were just like those type of shorter mm. alpha uh, like you know first generation dudes who have shit to prove like every step of the way sure. and so they were super aggro and like but there i couldn't really hook people up but the like the best thing I could do for you is if you liked whiskey coke or gin and tonic, I can like get you your money's worth for sure. <laughs> oh, you got a heavy pour. Or if you're the type of person who wants to come in and watch uh, a college student get beat up by somebody, I could be that guy too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. get punched. Yeah, and I mean, kicked. if you if you want to tip me for just getting uh, arm barred by a thirty year old <laughs> man as a nineteen year old fucking bartender, see all my pressure points get uh, pinched. <laughs> And then on Long Island, I worked at like the m- most collegey fucking party bar. Oh wow! In the non-college sessions, so I worked there in the summers and like the winter home when I was mm. home. So it was not. I worked at a Hofstra bar called McKeebs because it was owned by an Irish guy and a Jewish guy. Their name. <laughs> oh boy! Um, and <laughs> it was absolute trash. I worked Bladder Buster, which was ten dollars all you can, and Penny beers until the first oh. person uses the bathroom. <laughs> and <laughs> so people what? would be. I mean, across the whole bar. <laughs> In the whole bar? Or the- so then when someone finally has to go to the bathroom, everyone else is like, boo. No, and then they stop letting you come. You have to pay re-entry fee because people started like- Going out to pay. Going outside. Yeah. Well, th- well, this was pre-smoking. Uh, oh. You could still smoke in bars at the time. So that happened in the course of my bartending and changed my job like markedly. Oh, is like yeah, when they man. eliminated indoor smoking, I was like, oh my God, this job is way less fucking stressful and I feel much better the next day that I'm not <laughs> in a fog of fucking tobacco every night. Uh, but um, where was I? <laughs> Long Island Iced Tea, dude, dude. You can't spell lit without L-I-T. Uh, <laughs> That's on the flag, right? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> 
That's what it says on my other bicep. That's so funny. So this bar, you had to pay an entry fee to get into. That's like, man, I haven't thought of that in a long time. Uh, you had to pay a cover charge and then pay penny beers for as many drafts as you want. Oh, and here's the fun thing about our bar. We had uh, on draft, we had Bud, Bud Light, MGD, and Miller Light, and all four taps went to Bush Light. <laughs> like they only had Bush Light gangs downstairs. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Did anyone ever crack the case? I'll be like, oh, MGD is uh, is all foamed up. Do you want Miller Lite? And people will be like, I really prefer MGD to Miller Lite. I'll be like, just drink the fucking Miller Lite, you fucking idiots. I used to tell my friends, I'm like, if you order uh, mixed drinks for me, I can really hook you up. If you order multiple like rounds, I could sneak a lot of free shit in that way. And then I was also like, but also for yourself, only order bottles or canned because everything else is a fucking lie in this place. Like, the Grey Goose is fucking Crystal Palace. You don't even want to know what the Crystal Palace <laughs> Crystal is. Palace. Like oh everything God. is fucking married and fake and everything is all fucking whack. You know, it's like people come in. It's like, huh, I want to have and I'm like, no, 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 no. Just get a bottle of beer. It's the only thing I can guarantee what's inside of it. Well, hold on a second. So how did this penny beer thing work? So you so people would come in and. Like there is a bouncer at the bathrooms and people would be like, if you were participating in it, you could oh. not pee. Oh. And so, but there would be like a hundred people in there. And if someone went to go break it, people would like, boo, fuck you. Or, or people or like some dudes, cause people would come like prepared to try to fucking go ham. And some dudes would go, I'll give you $10 to reenter, go pee outside. And the bouncers would be like, that's oh. legal. As long as you pay another cover. <laughs> so there's no re-entry fee. So dudes would be throwing, because they were like seriously sitting at the bar going like, I'll, I'll take 10 cups of beer. And then they would give you a dollar and it would be like a 90 cent tip. And you're like, thanks. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah, blah, blah. But people are just fucking smashing like nine ounce cups of fucking, fucking Holy shit. foamed up bush light. Mm. Guys, here's what we do. The slobby boys, we go to this bar, but we little do they know, we put little catheters of catheters. our dicks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we Ooh. got our catheter bags trucker buddies all. <laughs> it's sloshing it's probably not legal anymore i bet oh dude i had friends and i'm i'm i feel awful admitting this but before i worked bladder buster you would sometimes go to it and <laughs> my friend and then my friends would do this when i was a bartender if you went up to the bar and just waited long enough for a drink no one really knew what was happening like below the bar. And if oh, you wanted no. to just, I multiple times oh. would just go up to the bar with, and talk to the bartender <laughs> and just be pissing on the bar. No. <laughs> so I knew other people were doing, no. I knew other people were doing that shit when I was so bartending. So wait, not, not, in, not into a bottle, not into a cup, just on the wood. On the wood, just. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just right on. It's like, I can't. You don't want to be the guy that ruins it, you know? Like, because everyone fucking roasts you. You have to leave the bar, truly, because people just shit on you the whole time. Yeah, night. I'm sure. It's-, <laughs> it's so funny to run a business. If you own, if you're the owner of that place, the, like, yeah, the, the later that night or the morning after the bladder buster, you're like, yeah, well, we, this, this floor is covered in urine and <laughs> yeah. we made a lot of money. So we're doing bladder <laughs> yeah. buster. Yeah. Again. We made a bunch of you, pennies. You need to tell me that gets called out in a moving pathfinder, but you can't smell somebody taking a hot piss next 
next to you at a bar? <laughs> Dude, bars, the fucking kind of bars that we're ta- I'm talking about this place is trash. It smells like pit. Oh, like, it's oh, like, like the drawing it's room. It's default. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The default is kind of a nightmare. And then like it, it can't get too much worse. And the reason the whatever 29-year-old owner doesn't notice <laughs> is because he's downstairs with like a 20-year-old oh. woman having sex with her in the walk-in. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, and he's also the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> with his own music. <laughs> Any Camus, maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> um, I had one, uh, I can only remember one real sneaky piss, which was in <laughs> Ithaca College. Uh, uh, the wine uh, tour? No. Oh, Mike had a, Mike okay. pissed in a, a oh, champagne yeah. bottle in a limo. In the back of a limo. Two, two sneaky pisses. Go ahead with the first one. <laughs> well, my sneaky piss was, you know, the big... F- Ithaca is not a football school. It's like D3 and nothing matters, but we would have this big football game every year when Ithaca played. Cortica. Yeah, there you hey, go. He knows. The news traveled to Maris. <laughs> this guy knows all about Cortica. My brother went to SUNY Cortland for one semester. Oh, I, <laughs> we're going to have to fight your brother. Oh, that pisses me off. That really pisses me off. <laughs> Guys, you're all steamed up. Please, cool it. <laughs> yeah, our webcam's all fogged up in that moment. Um, I... Um, I feel like a lot of the years it was at Ithaca, but then one, maybe senior year, we got on little yellow school buses and rode out to Cortland to watch the Cortica jug game. And um, I had to, I was at the football game and there was like a long bathroom line and uh, I couldn't get into the men's room. So I snuck into the school and and I went, I was like walking down the hallways of one of these buildings and I was like, oh man, I got to piss, but I couldn't find a men's room. And I just uh, found a a grate in the floor, like a, uh, a, a vent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Fuck took a yeah. big old hot one. I was with you, Tim. I was with you. Big that. old hot one? In the middle of a hallway? Where is this? <laughs> it was my, it was one of my hottest whizzes ever. Yeah, but no one was there because it was it was the weekend. Wait, wait, where, and where's this grate? It was in a hallway with a grate in the it's, ground. It's a Saturday morning. It's a darkened hallway. In case of a flood or something. Right. There was the flood that was coming out of my little pecker. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was like a great like uh, air conditioning uh, vent vent great type of thing but it's in the ground not the wall it's in the ground and that was their mistake you should never put them in the ground because the little ithaca kids are gonna come in there you know they're gonna you know they're gonna tinkle you <laughs> just know they're gonna have a hot tinky. yeah <laughs> ithaca kids are famous for having to whiz tim didn't we didn't we like get there and not have beer and try to buy beer it took us forever and then like we got to the game eventually and it was like oh we missed it all no yeah but then like also like the starting quarterback was hurt and then you and i came into the game and we throw yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah. look 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 guys en- enough of this football shit i'm talking about the time we went on a classy wine tour and we got a nice limo uh-huh and then I remember somebody yeah, trying to pee in bottles in the back of the limo when there were like girls around and stuff. Yeah, I had, I had to pee and in I went to In front of a, girls? Well, he had to pee through his boner because he saw the girls. I had to hold the, the bottle upside down. Jim Carrey's fucking me, myself, and Irene. But it was definitely one of those things where I was like, I got this. This is a big full sh- or a champagne bottle. And it got to the top and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, my main memory from that day was just that we did a wine. I had never had wine. I mean, yeah. So it's like senior week of college or 20, 
one, I guess. And um, oh, yeah. we didn't know anything about wines. And mm. then we did all these tastings. And there's like, you know, the feeling when you're at a vineyard and you taste wine is that you're supposed to at some point buy a, a bottle. And I remember uh, <laughs> sure. the, only, the only wine uh, I tasted, we went to four vineyards and I just drank all the free tastings. And then the, 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 the wine that really got me that I responded to and I bought a bottle of was called Radical Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fucking Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Code yeah, raspberry fierce. <laughs> also, the first stop on the tour, they were like, yeah, yeah, here's the wine. And we like, you know, all held it up and swirled it and stuff. And they were like, and now you can taste all of them. And some of them were grappa. Are you guys familiar with? Oh, yeah. 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 Italian it's like dessert boiled wine. down. So it's like high proof liquor made from wine yeah it's like port it's like italian yeah. port and, and as soon yeah. as we discovered what grappa was every stop on the wine tour also had grappa and we were just like oh we'll just drink that do you have the <laughs> grappa that'll be what we do hi we, we love grappa we we learned what it was one hour earlier and so like no surprise that 16 kids piled in a limo started pissing in the fucking empty wine bottles in the back of the limo <laughs> Yeah, that's bound to happen at that point. Uh, on uh, I played men's league rugby in New York City for a few years in my late twenties, early thirties. Oh, can you give me those guys' uh, emails? I want to. I want to join. <laughs> you want to join the Village Lions? Yeah, uh, yeah they have. Uh, you know, there's no tryouts or anything. They're just happy to have bodies. I'll send the handman down. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> he's got wheels. He's a fucking. He's a fucking weirdo. But he's got wheels. <laughs> we'll take him. He's a Trump. Weirdo. Is Trump on the team? <laughs> he's a. I fucking wish, bro. He's fired. <laughs> he's fired. But uh, we we used to play these rugby matches in like all around the Eastern Seaboard tri-state area, and we would party with the dudes afterwards. Part of like rugby culture is the home team hosts the opposing team right after with yeah. drinks for you know, and they don't they're not supposed to pay. You're supposed to treat them to drinks for coming to play against you. So. And we did that in uh, in New York City, but they did that for us and all these other. And so we'd be, you know, four rookies who had who are forced to be the designated drivers for four 15 pass vans that we rented mm. as a club. <laughs> then would just be full of absolutely wasted dudes who had just been played rugby for uh, 80 minutes, then partied for two hours, <laughs> then stopped at a convenience store, got a bunch of beer. And we would piss in the water jugs that we drank during the match. Yeah. We would save those big gallon jugs and be like, leave those for the drive home. And this is the craziest part. We would pass them around. Uh, like we would like piss into one and be like, all right. And be like, all right, here you go, Calpacus. And you would take it like hot from another dude. And just put, your, put the tip right as close as you were comfortable and just fucking just go unleash in, the beast. Just go in that wide yeah. mouth hole. Just. Just, just choke up on that thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. It doesn't even have to be wide enough for old man Gabriel. I'll fucking slide in a fucking slide in a coke can. I, I've been inside a Topo Chico. <laughs> Topo fucking Chico. <laughs> I got my dick in a fucking Topo fucking Chico. Okay, pal. 
<laughs> Can't spell lit without L-I-T, all right? Hey, it's me, Andrew Dice Gabris. <laughs> all right, let's get our final thoughts of, on the uh, Long Island Ice team. Get the fuck all out right, of here. Let's go to the feedback. I, I, think, I think you got your answer. This is order again for all yeah, of us. Yeah, this, this is, is order great. again. We love it. I love this it. This is, if you guys just turned to me, we're like, all right, well, now it's third round time. I'd be like, guys, when is this podcast over? Please, please no. All right, well, now we make a third round. It's like, oh, all right, you guys are doing something different with this podcast. Maybe you don't need guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not recording any of this. By yeah, way. we should record this. Cool, I'm going to release this as high and mighty. And it's just me talking. <laughs> But I'm sure I talked enough that it counts as a fucking monologue. Because, uh, I know how, how I understand conversation. But it is great. We this drink is I, I'm uh, you know it's it is it tastes better than you give it credit for. You say you say yeah. It, the whole point is like oh it's the it's the strongest drink there is, and uh, if you're it's a little embarrassing to order it because you're trying to get fucked up. But I think it. Tastes good. That's weird. Order it. Yes, it's it's Order not it's it. not a gag drink. It's it's not like a uh, no. it's not a punchline. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's a real drink, and it deserves your respect. <laughs> respect yeah. it. So pay up with the respect, everybody. But like, also, don't order it ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> like it's a drink. It's like it's pretty good. It works really well, and it's fucking legendary. But don't fucking drink <laughs> don't be caught dead drinking this fucking thing i do want to get to do a top shelf uh lit you got yeah. to that i'm like halfway there i'm not like That's rocking gabrus levels but i i have some good shit in here oh wait, here let me here i got uh kettle one some weird dark rum hendrix gin oh i did this already Casamigos to now this sounds familiar Quantra, yeah now you're yeah, bragging we get this. it but yeah. we're impressed that we now recognize I'm just any of those words <laughs> I'm more like Hornitos Bacardi Tangare. That's sort of my mid my mid. No, range. no, no. I'm more yeah, like Kirkland yeah. Signature across the board, baby. Yeah. Come on. Now. I basically opened up a Bud Light and put some uh, lemonade in. <laughs> I if I go to a bar, I'm gonna do the top shelf. And be like eh, bottom shelf for three of them, and you know Casamigos <laughs> for the other one. You're like, I don't, I don't fucking bend me over a barrel. I don't got $42. I'll pay fucking 16 Put it, and I brought my own glass, so that's got to do something. <laughs> Dude, when I was a lifeguard, one of the things we would just fantasize was drink specials because when I was a lifeguard, I, I was a bartender and all my, we were all just party animals. So, and one of the dreams we always had was like opening a bar where it was like Monday nights is like whatever you bring in will fill up for five dollars. Like people bring like garbage cans and shit. Like it was like so fucking awesome going in with like everyone has a Home Depot bucket full of fucking rolling rock. If, if you want to drink out of a garbage can, we'll fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to turn on all the beer taps at once <laughs> so it fills up faster. So you got to just drink a fucking nasty concoction of like yeah, all the different IPAs bush lights that you have there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five forks. Hey, we don't do that here. <laughs> yes, yes. I <laughs> nice try. It's five straws and lemon <laughs> spirals. 
That's our show. Thank. Oh, hold on. Wait, that's not the right one. Here we go. Let me get a third one going. <laughs> Let me pop a third one, then we'll get this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need it. I need it back. Follow us on social media <laughs> at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's Patreon.com. Slash the Sloppy Boys. Hey, Gabers is a patron. You know it, yeah, brother. Baby. He's in there. <laughs> He's we, in there. We got yeah. him locked oh, he in loves the it. debit card. He can't stop. Listen, I'm going to benefit from that economy. I got to participate. <laughs> oh, he, he signed up as a patron and then snapped his debit card in half. <laughs> <laughs> Let it ride. I, mess- I sent a message to Bank of America. It's like, never stop this charge. I yeah. said, trust. <laughs> Leave it so, open. This is this is locked in titanium. And, 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 <laughs> Gabers, you got it. We well, got high and mighty. You got action boys. Oh yeah, Wait. check out my podcast, High and Mighty Action Boys. Uh, that's a Patreon, but we have free episodes. So just open up whatever you're listening to this in and check out and search Action Boys, and there should be some free episodes to give you a little sniff, Ooh. get you hooked. You know, give you a little oh, taste. Yeah, that's how you get them. And you're on Twitter, Instagram as uh, what are you? Just as John Gabers. I'm at B Day Boys. <laughs> no, I'm at I'm at Gabris on all platforms, or two of them. <laughs> you, you, you find a platform. This guy's on it. Trust me, he's out there. Don't trust me. He's big find into Periscope these days. He's just getting into Periscope. <laughs> I'm on Letterbox. I am on Letterbox, and I have not rarely updated. Are you? I don't it, see you maybe. on Chat Roulette anymore. No, it's, it used to be just you and me. Now it's just me. <laughs> I started just jerking off for nobody. You know what I mean? It was just it just became easier to jerk off for myself. Try that. That sounds awesome. Hey, it takes a pandemic to figure that out. It ain't all. Yeah, that you bad. know, removed to like I lost performance space, and I realized you know I don't love to perform as much. I'm more of a J O I writer than anything else. Sure, sure. <laughs> Dude, if you write down any of your JOI instructions, please email to me, them to me because I would love. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm lost. I'll share over you here. into the. I'll share you into the the folder. Yeah, yeah. Share me on the on the Google Drive. <laughs> All right, gang. That's gonna do it. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh.